What was your I was only gone X minutes. What the heck happened? Story. One night I was on my own and decided to make a nice meal for myself. I spent about half an hour preparing and baking a delicious chicken breast with sun-dried tomatoes and brie cheese. So I got everything ready, set up my dinner and my beer on the coffee table, and sat down to eat and watch some TV. At this point, my cat waltzes in and sat on the couch next to me. Then he dropped something out of his mouth next to me. I turned to look at it, and it was a snake. Okay, no big deal. It's not a big one. So I got up and grabbed some snake wrangling tools, a dustpan and brush, and scooped this little guy up. I walked out the front door and tossed the snake back into the bushes, hoping the cat won't go after it again. I was gone for about 15 seconds. I came back inside and my dinner was gone. The cat was under the table, hunched over a half-eaten chicken breast and growling every time I came near. And that's the first time my cat distracted me with a snake in order to steal my dinner. I was going to say, this literally sounds like the cat plotted this out to get your food. I left my two-year-old twins for two minutes. They were happily glued to the TV, and I thought it was the perfect opportunity to sneak to the kitchen and finish making my coffee. They continued being quiet, and I found it strange, as they normally come and follow me when I leave the room. I came back, and there was soil scattered all over my carpet. One was feeding the other a plant. It was our first baby. My wife had never left our little girl, but decided to run an errand, leaving me, dad, alone with her. I assured my wife all would be well in her short absence. The kid is sleeping in my arms. All is quiet. I give my wife a kiss and she heads out the door. I walk back to the sofa with the sleeping kid. Notice the kid could probably use a diaper change. I set the baby on the changing table. I take off the old diaper and the baby wakes up and proceeds to erupt with a volcano of projectile diarrhea. It's all over me, the changing table, the wall. I'm now panicking. I pick up the baby, who's still hemorrhaging an unending spray of baby turd mist. I take her to the kitchen sink and flip on the water. The water's still cold, so when I set the baby in the sink, the baby starts screaming like a demon. My wife opens the door. She forgot her purse. Poop all over the walls and floor. Desperate poop-covered husband wrestling with desperate freezing poop-covered baby. My wife was gone maybe 90 seconds. Max. Back in 2008, when everyone was getting $600 tax rebate checks in the mail, I left mine unopened on my coffee table, went to use the restroom, and when I got back, I saw the envelope chewed in half, and my dog nowhere to be seen. Somehow, my miniature Dachshund puppy got up on the coffee table, picked through all my other mail to find this specific one, chew it up, and run under the bed, all in about one minute. I had to tell the IRS that my dog chewed up my rebate check, which was funny. First day of summer break after grade 7, I went to a skate park with a few friends and one of their dads drove us all. He went to get a coffee and said, don't break anything until I get back. And I did not listen. I went down a quarter pipe and broke both my radius and ulna on my first try. He got back and I was sitting on a bench holding my crooked arm. At that point, he's got to just laugh when he comes back, right? Like, he totally called it. 
When my daughter was around three and a half, I picked her up from daycare on my way home from work, walked in the door, and set her down in the living room to play while I put the mail I had grabbed on the way into the house on the table in the kitchen, which was less than 10 feet away. I dropped the mail on the kitchen table, turned around, and walked back into the living room, and she's butt naked. It was literally less than five seconds. I'm still amazed when I think about it. I can't even get my shoes off that fast. Sounds like maybe she was just trying to play a prank on you. Comcast and FedEx both left a just missed you at my door when I was gone for five minutes to shower during the latter quarter of a five to six hour time frame. Yeah, we've all been there for this one. I experienced being hunted by a tow truck in Chicago. A friend and I were delivering a couple big monitors to his apartment. We pulled around behind the building, but he didn't have the key for the back door. So we quickly ran around front and came out the back door of his apartment to see the car gone. Like not going or the tow truck loading up the car. It was gone. We couldn't have taken more than 90 seconds. Wow, those repo guys are pretty slick, huh? I grew up in the country. One day in high school, I came home, made myself a snack, and then went back outside to eat my snack on the deck. When I got home, the yard was empty. When I came back out, there was a zebra in the yard. And that's how we found out the new neighbors ran an exotic animal petting zoo, and that they weren't very good at it. They lived there for a couple of years, and we got really nonchalant about that zebra getting out. My grandma came to visit once and came in all in a tizzy about it. I think it was even more shocking when our response was basically, that darn zebra again. I was in middle school. I went to the bathroom because the lesson was boring me out of my mind. You know, I was 12. And I stayed there for around 10 minutes. When I returned to class, I saw two cops dragging two of my classmates. They were handcuffed and visibly terrified. Found out sometime later that they were arrested for drugs. And the cops came in the class and handcuffed them right there. The cops heard you were bored and came to put on a show. Too bad you weren't there to see it. I was boiling water on an electric stovetop, seemed safe enough, left for 30 seconds, came back and the entire stove was on fire with two foot flames. Someone had let some oily food fall between the burner and the tin foil we keep underneath. Another 30 seconds and the kitchen would have caught fire. I live above the pizza place that I work at. I'm also full-time in college. Last night, they called me in for just an hour or two to help close. No big deal. After a full school day and going into work for a bit, I was exhausted. I walked upstairs and into my apartment. There was new decorations everywhere, my furniture was gone, and my bedroom door was open. I screamed, holy crap, and kicked open the door to see who was in my room. I was only gone for an hour. How could someone move in and move all of my stuff? As I made contact with the girl lying in bed watching Netflix, I realized I was on the second floor, not the third floor. The apartment below me has the exact same layout as mine, and this girl happened to have her door unlocked like I usually leave mine. We have multiple roommates. I simply said, oops, wrong room, and ran back to my room. I'm going to go down today and apologize for scaring that poor girl half to death at 11 p.m. I went to work one day. I literally lived right across the street from my job, so I walked to work each day. By the time I got to work, my boss told me I needed to go back home. It was an emergency. Apparently, my power had been cut off. My stepdad had flipped out and scared the crap out of my siblings and apparently attempted to hurt my pregnant mom. Apparently, the power department came out and cut off our power due to non-payment of bills. My stepdad started screaming and cussing about it, which scared my siblings. My mom 
got into an argument with him, telling him to calm down and demanding to know why the power was cut off. He revealed that instead of paying our bills, he'd been blowing all of the money. This led to more arguing. Stepdad got angrier and started choking my mom, which is when my siblings called my job to have me come home. I had to fight him off. We all got out of the house, went back across the street, and called the cops. This was before cell phones were common. The cops come out about 45 minutes later, question us, take pictures of the marks on my mom's neck, then go question stepdad. The cops come back, escort us out of the house, tell us to pack our bags, and for us to leave. Stepdad gets to stay in the house, even though he wasn't on the lease. They don't arrest him and tell us we can't come back until my mom has a restraining order against him. We leave and stay with my aunts, and it takes two weeks to get a restraining order. Only then are we allowed back in the house, and by then, he's trashed most of our stuff. Nothing was ever done to him except the cops finally made him leave. Wow, this is probably one of the most intense and scary versions of this kind of story. I was working on my senior chemistry project in college. I brought samples down to the NMR room for analysis. I forgot something upstairs, ran up to grab it, came back down, and found a metal folding chair stuck to the instrument. An NMR is similar to an MRI machine in that it's a gigantic sensitive magnet that metal should never be near. In this time I went upstairs, another student thought she left a sample probe in the instrument, couldn't eject the probe, and brought the chair over to look down into the instrument to find it. The chair got stuck to the instrument and she had to find my professor to remove it. Luckily, the magnet did not quench upon chair removal. Yeah, this could have been a very, very expensive mistake. A little over a year ago, my now husband and I were prepping for a move and needed to take a handful of garbage bags to the dumpster in our apartment community. We patted each of our two small dogs on the head and headed out. Less than five minutes later, we come back, both of the dogs meeting us at the door with wagging tails and big smiles. All seems perfect until we round the corner into the dining room. One of the dogs had pooped clear up two walls, about four and a half feet up and six feet wide worth of wall. I was laughing too hard to clean it up. My husband saved the day and cleaned it up for me. But with such force and distance, we can only imagine the absolutely gut-wrenching noise that dog had to have made when it did its big business. Yeah, that's one where I would probably prefer that it happened when I wasn't in the room. I left the mail rooms to go get my wipes to clean off the scanner glass. Was gone about three minutes. Came back to find the entire mail room coated in toner, and a toner-covered co-worker just standing there looking confused and alarmed. I didn't even ask. I just went to go get our boss to deal with it. I can only imagine how much of a pain it was to clean all of that up. Not gone per se, but asleep. I was flying LAX to SFO. My flight was delayed about five hours, so I did what any sensible frequent traveler does. I went to the club lounge and drank as much free bourbon as they would allow. We finally boarded the plane. I was in one of the first groups because, again, I fly a lot. So by the time we take off, I'm fast asleep. The captain comes on the intercom and says, don't panic, seatbelts on, etc. Drunkenly, I look out the window to see some smoke. And holy crap, there's smoke in the cabin? The lady next to me explains we've only been in the air 10 minutes and are about to make an emergency landing in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I'm sure that's a scary moment to wake up to. 
I fell asleep on the couch for like 10 minutes, I swear. Woke up to mayhem. Two toddlers had scribbled all over the walls. The younger one had begun scribbling with crayon, and the older one, three, became upset he was breaking the rules. So she grabbed a pencil and began marking giant X's as large as she could make. You can't draw here or here or here. I woke up to the entire first floor covered in pencil X's and crayon scribbles everywhere. I have a two-year-old. The other day, I ran to the bathroom and he was sitting down, pacified with Daniel Tiger and homemade trail mix. I came back, probably two minutes later, to find a mushroom cloud of flour and him standing on top of a bookshelf with a closed jar of peanut butter and covered in flour. Sounds like he was trying to make a sandwich or something. Several years ago, I was in the process of making dinner and had left a plate of flour tortillas on the kitchen bar. Went out to the garage with my husband for about 90 seconds to look at something. I hear a very loud thud from the kitchen. That thud was our dog jumping down off the bar, and he was now standing in the middle of the kitchen, wolfing down flour tortillas like they were going out of style. What makes it funny is that our bar is about 42 inches high, and the dog was a basset hound. A freaking fat, stubby-legged basset hound. To this day, we still can't figure out how he got up there, or how he got down without breaking a leg. Hey, if a dog smells food, it'll find a way. Back in grade 11, I had my friend and his girlfriend come over to hang out on a night that my parents weren't home. The worst part was that we weren't drinking. We were all playing Mario Party. I got up and went to the bathroom for literally 30 seconds. I come back and they're completely naked and screwing on my bed. That's just rude. I actually have that moment to my friends. I was outside at a house party and needed to pee. There was someone in the bathroom, so I told my friends I was going to go around the side of the house to pee where no one could see. A few minutes later, I come back all bloody and dirty, and they're freaking out. What I didn't know was there was a steep ditch right next to the house. Being a female, if I pee outside, I try to support myself by doing a sort of wall sit so I don't wind up peeing on my legs or clothes. So I pulled down my pants and tried to do the wall sit on the side of the house. I was crazy drunk, so I lost my balance due to the incline of the ditch. I scraped myself up on the brick wall trying to catch myself and tumbled pants down in the ditch. I pulled myself up, went back to my friends and said, I think it's time for me to go home. This happened just last night. After putting the kids to bed and having a bit of a workout, my wife told me to shower off and get to the bedroom. I jumped in the shower, scrubbed up, rinsed, and was out in a matter of minutes. She was already asleep. There's nothing more fun than trying to go to sleep once the launch sequence has been initiated. (laughs) Yeah, that's one way to put it. Years back, I had a little thing celebrating my new apartment. Just a few close friends and a couple of not-so-close friends. We're having a good time, drinks were being had, and eventually the need for greasy takeout food was too strong to ignore. Everyone was pretty marinated. Some more than others, but driving was out of the question. Me and my bro take everyone's orders and we stroll to the taco place around the corner. When we return, most everyone is on the porch having smokes. Everything seemed normal. When I walk into the apartment, there he is. Is, we'll call him Waldo, passed out on my couch. Vomit running down the side of his face, vomit dripping down my new couch, vomit on my brand new rug. Apparently, when we left, they started chugging whiskey, which obviously didn't agree with old Waldo. I only went for tacos. 
So my wife is pregnant right now. First trimester is pretty exciting. We were at our friend's house and I was helping my bro cook some burgers. My wife was hanging out in the kitchen with my buddy's wife and was holding their baby. I'm walking back and forth between the grill and the kitchen. Get a fork, get a plate, oh, get that seasoning, that kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm in and out of the kitchen for less than a minute and see my wife puking into their kitchen sink with the entire front of her clothes covered in baby poop. I guess their baby decided to drop the mother of all poop bombs right in my wife's lap. First trimester, so she's totally sensitive to smells and whatnot, but she totally lost all of her cookies right in front of everyone at our friend's house. I guess the baby was just trying to get her ready for what it's going to be like. He had good intentions. That Super Bowl where Janet Jackson was topless. Well, lucky me, I had to pee right before the halftime fiasco because it was getting really boring. As I'm peeing, everybody starts screaming and hooting, and I had a mini heart attack and peed on the back of the toilet. Now, anytime I feel myself get bored, I think about that day, and it forces me to stick through the boredom in case there's suddenly boobies. My girls were like four and six years old. One summer evening, I left them at home with their dad while I ran to the store to pick up a few things. I couldn't have been gone more than an hour. When I pull into the driveway and get out of the car, I can hear both girls screaming and their dad roaring. I sigh and straighten my shoulders and walk into the house braced for whatever disaster is awaiting me. I go through the front door, round the corner, and see my husband lying in the hallway holding his head. His roars have subsided to a painful groaning. I hear scuffling behind the girl's closed bedroom door. I step over my husband's prone form and burst into the bedroom to catch the girls in the process of climbing out their bedroom window. I got everyone settled down and finally got the story out of them. It seems my husband thought it would be hilarious to scare the girls. So he got out the scream mask, put it on, and tiptoed down the hallway. He stuck his head through the half-open door, and before he could make any scary sound, the six-year-old glanced up and saw him, and immediately left to her feet and slammed the door, pinning his head. When he recoiled from that impact, he staggered backward, cracking the back of his head on our bedroom doorframe and collapsed to the floor. The girls were planning to escape next door. The moral of the story is don't mess with defenseless little girls. Sometimes they'll mess you up. You know what? I'd be pretty darn proud of my little girls in this situation. Baby powder everywhere. I'm talking in the silverware drawer, under the couch, inside the couch, on top of the pitcher frames. It clogged and broke the vacuum. I slipped on a thin layer of it trying to get the vacuum out of the closet. Baby powder on tile is very dangerous. I hate baby powder. I wanted to try tattooing. I bought a gun and was practicing on some oranges and stuff. I had some friends come over and one of them volunteered to get a simple little bomb done on him. I did it and it turned out good. I went out for a smoke break for five minutes and then came back in to the rest of the guys tattooing themselves with the same needle. One of them tattooed a circle on their arm by literally holding it like a child holds a crayon and just did overlapping circles. And the other tattooed his ex-wife's name across his forearm in a similar fashion. Started okay, but slowly got bigger and worse near the end of the name. Serious WTF moment. Oh, the worst part of that story is them reusing the same needle. That's just a bad idea, no matter what. You want to give yourself a stupid tattoo, that's entirely up to you. But at least use a fresh needle. 
A regular day in the gym. I was working out my back. A couple of guys were doing flat bench and hanging out. I had to go take a leak and was gone for two minutes tops. Come back to see one of the guys sporting a pec tear with a spectacular purple bruise blossoming on it. He was crying practically bawling while a doc tended to him. Turns out, while ego benching, he tried to do 405 and paid the price. I was at work and I went outside to grab a smoke. I come back in and one of the receptionists that I had a crush on is blushing and everyone else is laughing. I ask what happened and they let me know that she got her belly button pierced the night before and wanted to show everyone but was wearing a dress. She decided to flip up her dress to show everyone anyway and forgot that she wasn't wearing any underwear. I wanted my wife to have a good morning, so I made breakfast for her. It was pancakes with her favorite syrup and a glass of orange juice. I thought it would be nice for her to be able to eat it in bed, so I woke her up and brought her the tray. I realized I forgot a napkin, so turn around to go get one. And as soon as I make it out of the room, I hear silverware hitting together and a really sad voice say, Oh, come back. I turn around and there's orange juice everywhere, pancakes on the bed, and she's looking at me like I did something wrong. Evidently, she'd reached for a Kleenex and her juice started tipping on the tray, and she panicked and overcompensated. Trying to make her day nice made it awful. Story of my wife's life. Well, hey, it was a nice thought. At least you were trying. You can't account for that. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.